Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This week on Viewpoints. The judge gave me the date that I need to go. So that's so hard. Oh, my goodness. I was packing like crazy, packing my clothes, packing my daughter's clothes. Oh, I'm sorry. One woman's never-ending deportation nightmare. Then... Alcohol, yeast dough, you know, if you're making cookies with your kids, and you got a chow hound, don't let him eat the raw dough. Keeping your pet safe and healthy this holiday season. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign and only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. Imagine moving to the U.S. from a foreign country in your late 20s. You only know a small handful of people, the language is largely unfamiliar, and your surroundings are completely new. That's how Elizabeth Keithley felt when she moved from the Philippines to Chicago in 2004. She immigrated to the U.S. on a K-3 temporary visa in order to join her American husband, John Keithley. After spending a couple years in the U.S., Keithley went to the DMV in Bloomington, Illinois, to get a state ID. While going through the process, she was asked by an employee if she would like to register to vote. And that's when all of the trouble began. I show my passport and the visa, and then the guy asked me if I want to vote. They should ask that if you are a citizen here in the United States or something, but they said that they cannot do that to you. So my point is, I have my passport with me and my visa. Why they still ask me that question? That it's so obvious that I just, you know, got here. I have my visa. And then he asked me to sign the paper. And then I didn't know that that paper that I signed is, I am a citizen. That's Elizabeth Keithley describing what happened that day in 2006 when she unintentionally registered to vote. According to the National Voter Registration Act, DMV employees are required to ask people applying for a license or government ID if they'd like to register to vote. 
The act is also better known as the Motor Voter Law, and it was signed into law by President Bill Clinton in 1993 and took hold in 1995. Its creation intended to make registering to vote more available and straightforward for millions of Americans. Despite this, however, DMV employees are not allowed to ask about an applicant's citizenship status, because under federal law, the question is seen as discriminatory. So, when asked if she wanted to register, Keithley, largely unfamiliar with the process and confused about her own rights, went ahead and signed where she was instructed to by the employee. Within weeks, her registration came in the mail, and she was able to vote in the 2006 congressional election. But this action came back to haunt her when she had her final immigration interview later that year and was denied a green card outright. The Keithleys came to see me after they had gone and navigated the process on their own mainly. They did have someone, an attorney, I think, preparing some of the documents before, but pretty much navigating it on their own going to a green card interview after she had arrived in this country on a temporary marriage visa and basically being laughed at for having voted. Now, when I saw them, I saw people that were just completely honest, looking to obey the law, the most down-to-earth, salt-of-the-earth people with the purest of intentions. That's Richard Haynes, an immigration lawyer in Chicago who's practiced for nearly three decades. Unfortunately, Haynes says that Keithley's not alone in this scenario. He's counseled hundreds of people who have mistakenly registered to vote, cast a ballot, and then faced dire penalties. One outlet that is fed into this greater confusion is the motor voter law at the DMV, which was put into place to make voting more accessible but has instead made life harder for countless immigrants still learning how to navigate the language and laws of the U.S. It's second nature to most Americans. You have to be a citizen to vote. It's not always second nature to the foreign national. Wait, I'm married to a citizen, so I must be a citizen, or I must be eligible, or why are they inviting me to vote? Or, hey, they sent me a voter card. After I sign that, I must be I'm eligible. So the foreign national may not have a sense that there isn't the vetting process that they thought there might be. And then they think, well, if I'm not eligible, the registration will be rejected. But that's not the case. From a foreigner's perspective, it's hard to understand how an act that they were asked to participate in and given little guidance on can so quickly lead down a slippery slope towards deportation. We have a person like Elizabeth Keithley who ended up showing her Filipino passport being invited to register, thinking, why would they register me, invite me if I was ineligible, seeing I'm a Filipino citizen, then getting a voter card, thinking, well, they wouldn't send this to me had I not been eligible, and then voting, and then ultimately going for an interview and being turned down. When Keithley lost her first appeal in immigration court in Chicago in 2007, she lost her job at a hospital, her medical insurance, and was faced with the very real possibility of being forced back to the Philippines. The judge gave me the date that I need to go. So that's so hard. Oh, my goodness. I was packing like crazy, packing my clothes, packing my daughter's clothes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can remember. It's so crazy. It was an emotional time for the Keithleys. In 2007, the couple had just welcomed their first child together, but had decided that if Elizabeth was forced out of the country, the whole family, including John's daughter from a previous marriage, would start over in the Philippines. 
At that point, Haynes decided to take on the rest of the case pro bono and put in another appeal to the courts. But it wasn't an easy fight by any means. The case went on for five long years. In 2012, Haynes appealed the case again, but this time used a different approach based off an already accepted legal principle. There is a defense in criminal law that says if you are invited to engage in an act, that it's at the guidance or invitation of a government official, and you relied on that act, that invitation or guidance, you can't later be penalized for acting in accordance with that guidance. With this argument in mind, a Department of Justice immigration judge finally granted her appeal, accepting Keithley's testimony that stated she was rushed through the voter application process by an employee at the DMV and had inadvertently registered to vote with no malicious intent. Keithley says that moment felt like a huge weight had been lifted off her back. I was so happy and thankful every day, every day. And I'm so thankful to Mr. Henos for doing this for us because of him, for fighting for us. I don't know. I was going to be in the Philippines right now. For several years, Keithley had lived with the fear that she might be forced out of her home in a matter of days or weeks. Even though she's an American citizen now, she says the whole ordeal still gives her a lot of anxiety. You know, I'm still scared to vote even if I am a citizen. I'm still scared even if I am a citizen now. I'm in la. While Keithley was exonerated, others in similar situations aren't as lucky. Haynes points to another case where he represented a woman from Peru who was in the U.S. for a few years on a green card and was also misguided while at the DMV. Another case with an awful result that got, actually I sought Supreme Court review of it, and it was not accepted, but I was this woman's third lawyer after she had been represented by two other lawyers at the lower courts. She showed up at the DMV. She already had her green card, but she showed her Peruvian passport green card and was asked, would you like to register? She asked, am I supposed to? And then the person said, it's up to you. So she checks the box saying she's a citizen, thinking that's the closest thing to being a resident, and then gets a voter card, votes, applies for citizenship, and then faces denial. So what can be done to prevent this from happening to hundreds more? Haynes says that the lack of clarity in the current voter registration process needs to be fixed. This means changing the clause in the motor voter law which doesn't allow government employees to ask people if they are citizens before they register to vote. I think our country has such a sordid past with how we've discriminated inappropriately, of course, against people because of their race or their gender. We're limiting people's ability to register to vote. And we've gone the other way of making it very liberal. And in regards to what the way our deportation laws are, they're so extreme that something has to change. And if the immigration laws aren't changing to make less of a penalty for accidental registrants or voters, something has to change with at least having more safeguards on the process to make sure that only citizens are registered. Haynes says these additional safeguards must include a government employee's requiring physical proof of citizenship before registering a person to vote. Because once someone signs on the dotted line, the consequences of their actions can be criminal. How are the Keithleys or anybody else who are otherwise law-abiding, good people, getting whacked with the same consequences as, say, a drug dealer or a murderer might face in terms of deportation? They didn't 
go out of their way to register or to vote. It's the process that kind of went out of its way to find them. And for them to face a penalty because of that, that was it was just an extraordinary injustice. And that's our job as lawyers to sort of spot issues that might, you know, this is the kind of thing that, hey, Congress didn't take into account. And maybe this wasn't the intent or Here's a clash of two, say, well-intended laws. While the federal motor voter law still remains unchanged, Keithley hopes that sharing her story will raise greater awareness that will deter others from making the same mistake. To learn more about the motor voter law and Elizabeth Keithley's story, log on to our site at viewpointsradio.org. To get more behind the scenes, search Viewpoints Radio on Twitter and Facebook. This segment was written by Amira Zaveri and originally aired in February 2020. I'm Gary Price. Coming up, thinking about adding a new pet to the family? Stay tuned when Viewpoints returns. I'm Serena Williams. You watch me live on TV. And I'm the girl from that alien movie you watch on demand. Our worlds have been brought together thanks to DirecTV Stream. Why are you whispering? Because the alien will hear us. Maybe let the alien know you can get DirecTV Stream with no annual contract. He seems pretty excited by that, actually. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand with no annual contract. Get your TV together at DirecTV.com. Wires high-speed internet incompatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This year, don't just get ready, get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Whether you're getting out to the mall or getting off the grid, we've got a Ford SUV that's perfect for you. Or check out America's best-selling trucks, Ford F-Series. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right and get our best offers during the Get Holiday Ready sales event at your local Ford dealer. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. If the Oral-B IO electric toothbrush had a theme song, this would be it. I think you're gonna wanna see this. Only IO combines Oral-B's dentist-inspired round brush head with gentle micro-vibrations for a brushing experience even dentists have hailed as literally the best brush I've ever used. Get the wow of a professional clean feel every day with the IO from Oral-B, the number one brand used by dentists. You're gonna see what everybody's talking about. Oral-B, brush like a pro. While the Christmas buzz may be over, New Year's Eve is just around the corner. For many, this means another week where it's still technically the holidays. It's a chance to hopefully slow down at work, spend time with family, and partake in some holiday food and fun. If you're a pet owner, it's also an opportunity to spend some quality time at home with your furry friend or feline companion. However, during this season, it can be all too easy to want to treat your pet with tasty foods that they'll enjoy. 
Practicing veterinarian Dr. Carol Osborne says it's important to be strict about what your pet is consuming. Just because you're indulging in holiday sweets or savory foods doesn't mean that your animal should automatically do the same. During the holidays, it's very tempting and leads to a lot of tummy upsets and unwanted trips to the pet ER. Osborne is an integrative veterinarian and the owner of the Chagrin Falls Veterinary Center and Pet Clinic in Ohio. She says that if you do give your pet a small sample of something from the dinner table, choose these options. If you want to share a bit of the holiday foods with your pet and your pet is pretty healthy and isn't suffering from any, you know, chronic liver, kidney, heart, etc. disorder, in most cases it's just fine. A piece of lean turkey is just as healthy for your pet as it is for you and I, along with some nice green beans, maybe a little bit of sweet potato, maybe even a little dabble of pumpkin pie if it's not all full of sugar. But the foods that you're going to throw out, like the turkey skin, the greasy things that you don't want to eat, those are the things that make most pets sick. Other definite no-nos for your dog or cat are macadamia nuts, chocolate, and also coffee, which contains caffeine and can damage their heart. Any other items to keep an eye out for? Osborne mentions these commonly stocked holiday ingredients. Alcohol, yeast dough, you know, if you're making cookies with your kids and you got a chow hound, don't let them eat the raw dough because it rises in their tummy and then they get a great big stomach ache, and the breakdown product of yeast is alcohol, which isn't good at all. Grapes and raisins, that's huge. Just one grape or a couple of raisins can cause kidney failure in dogs, and that is something I have experienced more than once with my patients. Another threat is when people give their dogs leftover bones from the holiday feast. It can seem like a good idea in the moment, but can result in emergency surgery if the bone breaks. While certain raw, frozen bones are fine, Osborne says stay away from cooked bones because they can splinter more easily and tear the stomach and intestinal lining. To be on the safe side, head to your local pet store, which offers a variety of differently shaped and sized bones for your dog. In addition to keeping a good diet, it's also important to visit the vet. Osborne recommends an annual appointment where animals get a general health exam and owners can address any concerns. Osborne says that over the years, several people have asked if they should invest in pet insurance. The decision is ultimately up to each person, but Osborne generally recommends against it. She says instead of paying expensive monthly premiums, put the money towards an emergency savings fund for your dog or cat. Somehow end up with a pet that has some kind of a chronic hereditary or genetic condition or some horrendous health crisis, then if you have pet insurance, it will be a godsend. In my experience as a practicing veterinarian for many years, those are the exception as opposed to the rule. And that's why when people come in and ask me for the most part, that's what I tell them. I say, if you have some extra money, throw it in a shoebox, and if and when something happens, you'll have plenty of money to take care of it. A lot of these insurance companies, the rates are not dissimilar from those that people pay, and I don't really know that the value is actually there. 
If you do choose to get pet insurance, Osborne says read the fine print closely. Many policies do not cover pre-existing conditions or injuries that began before coverage. It's also likely that premiums will drastically increase as your pet ages. The number of pet insurance companies has grown by leaps and bounds. And the reason that it's grown by leaps and bounds is because the amount of money they're making is in the billions of dollars. So insurance is always great. If money is not an issue, most definitely, I would say get pet insurance. But if you're like many Americans and we're watching this dollar and watching that dollar, then I think the shoebox is not a bad consideration. As millions of Americans construct new plans and goals for 2022, some may decide to add a new member to the family. Osborne recommends getting a new pet during a relatively calm period instead of a busy stretch like the holidays. I always say the worst possible time to bring a pet home is Christmas, New Year's, on someone's birthday, when the best time to bring a pet home is when absolutely nothing is going on so that all the members in the home focus 100% on that new pet. And another big point I'd like to make is getting a pet is a very, very personal experience. You never want to give a pet as a gift. If you're tempted to, because your mom or dad or a good friend, a collar, a leash, a book, for children, spending a couple hours at a local shelter volunteering. Those are all great things to do to familiarize that individual with, again, the needs and requirements, behavior, different personalities of these different animals that when they come into your home are going to be a 15 to 20 plus year commitment that you need to be ready to stand behind. Caring for a pet throughout its life also means giving them time to adjust during periods of change. As some workers prepare to return to the office starting next year, it's important to plan for your dog's own transition to being alone again. You have to begin rewarding the dog for his or her independent playtime, independent behavior. For example, when most of us go to leave the house for whatever reason, many of us have a routine. We grab our purse, we grab our keys and put on our jacket. Animals know these things. So grab your purse, your jacket, and your keys at times other than when you're going to leave the house. If you're working out of a home office where in most cases your pet would be right there at the side of your desk or underneath your desk, try taking your pet's favorite toy or a really great bone, for example, and put it in the room next door to your office. And when your pet has been in that other room enjoying the bone, even if it's just for five or six minutes, you want to calmly walk in and reward that behavior. So slowly but surely, they realize that they can have a wonderful time in life even when mom and dad aren't home. Owning a pet is a big commitment, but the companionship and love received in return is immeasurable. To learn more about managing your pet's health and our guest, Dr. Carol Osborne, visit viewpointsradio.org. You can also check out her clinic's site at chagrinfallspetclinic.com. This segment was written and produced by Amira Zaveri, studio production by Jason Dickey. I'm Marty Peterson.
Viewpoints returns in just a moment. You know when you're about to take a bite of a Big Mac and you can't wait to taste that special sauce? Now you don't want to lose a drop of creamy, tangy flavor, so you flip that Mac upside down. Trap the Mac, baby. The buns work for you, and if a drop of sauce does drip, just dip your fries in it. Napkins? <laughs> uh-uh. Trap the Big Mac whenever you like by ordering ahead on the Mickey D's mobile app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mobile order and pay at participating McDonald's. Download and registration required. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Welcome to Culture Crash, where we examine what's new and old in entertainment. While the incredible volume of new TV content over the past few years has inevitably meant certain shows have been left behind from the general discourse, none has surprised me more than the omission of discussion surrounding Showtime's spectacular new show, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets is a story told in two timelines. In the 1990s, a girls' soccer team's flight crashes over Canada, leaving a slew of survivors desperate to survive in the wilderness. And in the present day, a handful of those survivors navigate their daily lives, trying to hide the secrets of what it took for them to survive out there, which we, the audience, knows involved cannibalism. The show is definitely a descendant of Lost and Lord of the Flies, but it's also unlike anything else I've watched. It's fascinating and disturbing, and it's full of incredible characters. Plus, it's notable for its cast, which is stock full of veteran actresses turning in some of their best work, including turns from Melanie Linsky, Juliette Lewis, and Christina Ricci. It also boasts a predominantly female creative team, including co-creator Ashley Lyle. Yellow Jackets is menacing and disturbing, but also mysterious, soapy, and often a heck of a lot of fun. If exciting genre mashups and tremendous acting sound like something you'd be interested in, I definitely recommend you check out Yellow Jackets, which airs Sundays on Showtime, and is now streaming on the Showtime app. I'm Evan Rook. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. 
But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. And that's Viewpoints for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more about upcoming shows. And find a library of past programs on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and more information about our guests at viewpointsradio.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Viewpoints. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.